What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cuatro Cuadrados. Once again, it's your boy Christian, and today we'll be talking about, we'll be breaking down Houston Dynamo versus LAFC, and then uh, we'll just chit chat real quick uh, about uh, the UEFA Champions League and the Coca Cola Champions League, and maybe some Copa Libertadores, but not really because there's not they're still in the group stages. Uh, but yeah. So before we get into all that, let me just go ahead and shout out social media. So, you know, you can check right here on the bottom. You can check out the YouTube. YouTube. That's funny. The YouTube. Oh, I said it again. The YouTube channel. Uh, you can. Oh, wait. So, by the way, I'm watching American Portland and America just scored their third goal of the game. So, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. But it's in the background. Um, so, yeah. We're uh, social medias in the bottom. Uh, also, don't forget, if you want to support our, us as a show, you can support us on patreon.com slash cuatrocuatrolos. Uh, the little bit that you can support goes a long way. And as you can see, I've been going out and doing uh, videos and, you know, stuff like that. I started a new segment that I still don't have a title for. So if you would like to shoot it down in the comments. So basically, uh, I'm going to be going to these you know a bunch of soccer places that we have here around town uh, basically showcasing the you know the the facilities and stuff like that so you guys get to know you know where these places are at and you know what they provide and what kind of services they have and a bunch of stuff like that and, and hopefully get to know you know the people that own the places so you guys can get to know them you know personally well not maybe personally but you know you you get to put a a, a face to a place you know um but yeah so that's actually going to be coming out pretty soon. So be on the lookout for those videos. Um, it's going to be like a vlog style for the video. And then also I did a conversation that should be coming out quickly. Also, if you're on Patreon, you'll get those first. And then they'll come out to the to the whole public. Um, but I actually, I met up with the guys. I'm rocking out their jersey today. Uh, the guys from Sports Social, uh, basically a pickup, a soccer pickup uh, app or you know they're working on the application right now but you know we'll get into it in the conversation uh that's coming up next in, the, in like the next episode uh so basically yeah just to kind of throw a plug uh out there real quick so basically it's just like a pickup uh soccer pickup channel game place where you can actually go and you know they have different games throughout the city and you can just sign up and show up and play soccer and meet cool people you know get to hang out, uh, get get to make new friends and stuff like that, and you actually get a, a, a t-shirt when, whenever you go play, and it's actually one of those dry fit t-shirts, so you can actually play in the shirt itself, and it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty nice shirt, you know? I mean, I've been rocking it all day, you know, so shout out to, to Juan and the guys over there at Sports Social, you know, thank you for the gift, and thank you for, for your time as well. Uh, but yeah, like I said, there's an, there's another episode after this one that's going to be coming out uh, that is basically me having a conversation with uh, Juan, one of the uh, creators and founders of Sports Social, basically. So be on the lookout for that one. But like I said, on Patreon, it's probably already up right now. So you can check that out as we as we listen right now. Or as you listen right now, I guess. Listen or watch because you're also on YouTube. So check out the YouTube channel. We are at 45 subscribers. I'm trying to get to 50. So, you know, I'm just, you know, my goal is to get to 100. But, you know, a little step, baby steps. So we're at 45. So shout out from the last episode to this episode. We went from like 40 to 45. So I'm more than grateful. But, you know, we're, why not push it, you know, push the little boundaries a little bit higher. So 
hopefully we'll get it you know to 50 and then we'll keep going from there but uh yeah let's talk about you know enough of all that stuff um let's talk about some soccer let's talk about some uh football that was weird i don't know i said that like that but um also i'm drinking tea so you know don't mind me if i take tea breaks so i'm sipping my tea as you can see um but yeah so basically uh champions league uh today today well today i'm recording on a thursday friday oh no wednesday i'm sorry i'm i'm lost so i'm recording on a wednesday night um basically today we had chelsea real madrid chelsea uh beat out real madrid uh, in the global, I think it was 3-1. They beat them today 2-0 uh, with goals from Timo Werner. And if I'm not mistaken, Pulisic. I wasn't able to watch the second half, but I saw the first half. And uh, and yeah, it, and it seemed like uh, Real Madrid had more possession of the ball. But I think it seems like Chelsea wanted it more. Um, but that's only, like I said, only the first half. Uh, they had a little bit more of like... Uh, I don't know. Chelsea played a really good game defensively. They they kind of went into like a defensive state, and and they were able to figure you know uh, Real Madrid out. So you know shout out to them. They shut down uh, Benzema, and you know it is what it is. And now they're going against a really good uh, Manchester City team that went into uh, Paris, uh, that went back to uh, sit you know Manchester, and basically shut down PSG and just you know. And PSG, even with, you know, Mbappé and, you know, Neymar and Di Maria and Paredes and all, you know, a bunch of these names that you can start naming them, uh, you know, a team that is stacked, you know, and he could have easily made it to the final as well. Uh, you know, they just, they, you know, Pep Guardiola and and the way of soccer that he plays and it's just, you know, it's, it's a whole different ball game basically. So, you know, when you get to the stages literally the best of the best of the best of the best like you know it is what it is so now we're gonna have an all english uh champions league final may 29th if i'm not mistaken on cvs and primetime television uh hopefully um i'll be able to you know i'm gonna try to see if i can get uh, a day off from work and uh go watch it you know somewhere with with a lot of people uh, maybe, you know, check out the guys from Sports Social. They told me that they were going to put something together, you know, like a watch party and stuff like that. So maybe I'll be joining them. Um, but, yeah, man, it's going to be cool. It's going to be, I mean, Champions League is Champions League. You know, it's only the best of the best of the best of the best, you know. And I'm super excited to watch just another badass match. And, and this time around is going to be in Turkey and Istanbul. So, I mean, it just it's going to be badass, you know. it's Istanbul... Uh, it's a soccer city, uh, for sure, as you can see, like, with, I mean, Turkey in general, you know, with so many teams that they have that, I mean, the only one that comes to mind right now is Galatasaray, Galatasaray, uh, and they're known for having, like, crazy fans and, you know, just a great atmosphere, like, soccer atmosphere, so it's, it's gonna be pretty cool to watch that, I know, you know, probably the city is, like, already booming when it comes to, like, soccer, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they, come out with this uh final you know i know it's gonna be different because there probably won't be fans at all uh most likely uh but it's gonna be cool it's gonna be a badass game i mean i think a, a lot of people there's actually a, a chapter uh, like a supporter group chapter of um what's it called uh actually for both teams the citizens uh i think they're called by i'm botching the names but i'll put them on the description below of the video 
uh, but I think it's well, obviously the Houston or something citizens, and then the the Blues from Houston, I believe, is for Chelsea. So, like I said, I'll tag them below. So you guys, you know, if you are a Chelsea fan, you can go watch it with the Blues, and if you are uh, a Man City fan, you can go with the Citizens. So you know, or if you're a neutral, you can go watch it, you know, at, an, at a neutral place. So it's gonna be pretty cool to to watch and to what you know to see that. Uh, another thing that's going on, of course, uh, if you're not listening to uh, soccer, uh, so- crossing soccer borders, which is my homeboy, my home, you know, we're homies now. But uh, boy Rudy, uh, he does it. Uh, he does his podcast with his brother, and uh, they do basically Concacaf stuff. Uh, and I'm sure they're having a heck of a time right now watching all these games and stuff. Uh, there's so much stuff going on, and then you have Copa Oro coming, and I mean. Their business is booming, basically. You know, now is the time to get into the Concacaf. Uh, if you're trying to look for for some good, like local, you know, soccer when it comes to like you know North America, Central America. Uh, but basically, yeah, man, Champions League, the Concacaf Champions League is also uh, is going crazy. A lot of basically, it's just like uh, I was gonna say Hispanic teams, terrible, right? Uh, Mexican teams and uh, and American teams, uh, and I guess you can say Canadians with Toronto. But, you know, we consider them part of the MLS. Well, they are part of the MLS, so I guess we can consider them American. Um, but now the only one that seems to be, um, I mean, showing out for the MLS is Philadelphia Union, and who actually had to beat another American team, which is um, Atlanta United. Uh, so they made it through. Uh, last night, Cruz Azul beat, uh, who do they play? Uh, I think they played Toronto. What I don't know why I said Toronto. But they play Toronto, and they beat Toronto. Right now, we're watching um, um, America uh, beat out Portland in in Mexico. Uh, they're actually beating them 3-1, 4-2 in aggregate, and they got about 12 minutes to go. So, oh, here goes, here goes, here goes. Oh, my Lord, Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. They just missed a goal. I'm sorry. I got cut up. But uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's 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 a tough game right now. I mean, Portland is a good team, you know. And then uh, also earlier today we had Columbus, and unfortunately they lost also three zero to uh, Monterrey. Monterrey, of course, being Monterrey from Monterrey, Mexico, right? From New Orleans. Shout out to all my Montereyans that are listening to the show. I know that's not the way you say it, but you know. To my regios. Actually, I have a. I, I, I don't talk to him anymore, but I had a really good friend a while back, um, and he was a, a like hardcore Monterrey fan. Like, like I'm talking about like hardcore. Like whenever he lived in Mexico, uh, like he would go you know to the games and stuff like that with like La Barra and and he was a hardcore. Like literally every day of his life, he wore a Monterrey jersey. And he had like I don't know maybe ten jerseys like at you know at, at his house at one point in time like every single time, uh, and he would just rotate them and it was just badass. So shout out to my boy Cachetes. I don't know. I honestly I don't even know if he stays he lives in Mexico or was in the U.S. I don't I don't know what what's up with him, but if he's listening, shout out to my boy Cachetes. At, at one point in time we were like brothers, um, but that was a, a minute ago. Um, but yeah. But yeah, man, that was all like Concacaf Champions League or uh, UEFA Champions League. I think you know we're we're at a good time to like 
get into soccer, watch soccer and stuff like that. Um, but also, of course, here at home, we got the MLS and we got the NWSL. So before we get into the Dynamo, obviously, the Dash, um, they they have a loss to show undefeated. They have, I think, three ties and one win, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I think they're, they're still, obviously, they, they weren't able to win and defend the, the, the Challenge Cup, as you can see. Uh, but I think going into the NWSL's regular season, I think they're on a good uh, on a good footing. I think they have become a better team. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch many other games. Um, but I'm planning on going out to the stadium and catching a couple live. Uh, I just need to figure out my situation with the television, you know, because they're on uh, Paramount uh, Plus, I think. That's where you can uh, catch those games. But, but yeah, man, they look very solid. I mean, they have a really good team with uh, Sheer Groom, um, with Rachel Daly, uh, with Prince on the, on the wings. I mean, they got uh, somebody like, um, man, I'm, I can literally see her. Uh, Mewis. Uh, so, you know, they got somebody on the left wing. They got somebody on the right wing. You got, you know, Daly playing as a number nine. You got Sheer Groom playing as a number 10. Uh, you know, like an... I actually could be that backwards, but you know they can flip flop um, that position. Uh, you have really good uh, defenders with Chapman and uh, who else am I missing? Uh, there's a an- oh, man. I always forget the other midfielder, not midfielder, the other center back. It always slips my mind. Um, like I can I can see the name, but I just can't say it. But but yeah, but yeah, you got like Chapman and just I mean, and you got literally. A world-class goalkeeper. Um, damn, dude, I'm forgetting all names. Um, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, and this is where this is where I keep talking so I can remember names of players. But um, maybe if I see her in her face, dang it! I hate when I do this. Last time it happened with uh, with Bahamich, and this time it's happening with the goalie. Uh, and her name is I can't remember again. God damn it. Okay, whatever. We'll keep moving. But yeah, man. Uh, if you are you know into a women's into that, um, you know, show your full support for the ladies. Even if you're not, even if you're a Houston Dynamo fan, you know, level you have a a women's team that is doing great things and is literally putting Houston on the map. You know, in women's soccer and and, and not even in, in in the United States, but like in the world as well. So. Shout out to them. Um, and I still can't remember the name. The whole time I had in the back of my head, I was trying to figure out the name, but I can't. And I, and I apologize, but it is what it is. So we'll go ahead and move on into uh, the Houston Dynamo real quick. We'll hopefully finish this off quick. You know, shout out to Tab Ramos and his uh, little um, notebook. And so, yeah, man, LAFC came to town. Uh, it was a hard fought fight. Um, it was kind of weird. That was weird, huh? my voice um it was a hard heart oh i don't know what i said but it was a fight it was a fight uh, for sure you know lafc is never easy uh one of the best teams in the mls for sure we know when you got carlos vela uh, rossi and you know a bunch of names uh that i'm not gonna Artueta, i think it is one of the other guys and it's just like a really solid team you know and you have a, a coach like bob bradley and stuff like that that it's just like it makes it a solid, solid team. And even if you are playing at home, they're still strong enough to like you know come to your stadium and and beat you, you know. But uh, we know that in Houston, you know, 
we have to be strong. We have to, you know, put our our mentality of this is home and like nobody's going to come over here and take our, you know, three points away from us. E easily, at least. If they're going to take it from us, they're going to have to give us a fight, you know. But, um, so, it was, like I said, it was a crazy fight. Once again, Boniek started as a, as a defend, uh, center back. Um, I don't, most of us, uh, I include myself, weren't expecting that again to happen i think in the back of our heads we were like well there's a there's a slight possibility that bonnie garcia will start again as a center back but you know we were like you know already two weeks went by uh we got figueroa back you know maybe uh we'll see um alejandro formajor uh coming back you know into into his position maybe you know maybe not uh, he's not gonna be a full starter you know with formajor maybe trying to get back into the rhythm but, um, sorry, with uh, Figueroa getting back into the room, but maybe Formajor can cover, you know, maybe one or two games till we get, like, a full started in, in, in Formajor. And, sorry, in Figueroa, right? Uh, but, no, we actually saw Boniek again, center back. Uh, and the reason or the explanation for that that Tab Ramos gave was that he saw that, basically, LAFC likes, likes to play in between lines, you know, through passes and stuff like that. Make uh, plays like Rossi kind of run, make runs and stuff like that. And and he thought that maybe having Bonnie Garcia that, you know, usually plays defend, uh, defensive mid, uh, and he's able to read and, and, and anticipate a lot of those passes. And it's funny because we were talking about that in the last episode about how Bonnie Garcia is really good at anticipating. And maybe sometimes as a center mid, or sorry, as a center back, you are... You can anticipate, but sometimes it's harder because if you miss, you know, you are a center back. There's usually at least, you know, there's only like one. Oh, shoot. America just hit the post again. The crossbar. Whoa. America is, is all America now for sure. But yeah, but uh, going back. So, Bonnie, uh, yeah, man, he's a, he's a really good, you know, but like I was saying, um, let me rewind. But as a as a defensive back or as a center back, sorry, uh, it sometimes it's harder for you to like step up because it, you know if you step or step up wrong, you can leave a one v one situation, you know, with the other center back or maybe it's just gonna be a one v one against the goalie because you are literally the last line of defense in a way. Um, as a defensive mid, you know, you still have the, kind of the security that you have two more guys at least that they have to beat. You know, your two center backs. Um, but you know, a, a tactical reasons. Uh, Bonig again did a great job, but I don't know how long we will be able to keep up a def you know a defensive mid as a center back because I think teams are going to be able to figure him out uh, one way or another. That you know, obviously he is not known for playing in that position, and he just started playing in that position. So obviously he's not gonna you know sometimes it's gonna be hard for him to read certain plays as a as a center back you know, and it's gonna be. It's going to be interesting, but we'll see what, what Tab Ramos has in store for us. Hopefully, we get to see a, uh, a back four that is consistent and it actually plays good. But, you know, you never know what, what's going to happen, at least for now. We're still kind of, we're still trying to figure out Tab Ramos in a way. You know, I know we had him last season, but I think he's, he's still a little bit mysterious. If you guys haven't heard, so quick plug. If you are a Spanish speaker um, with Federico from Todo Dynamo, he started this thing, which is a very awesome, very cool. So if you, you know, if you on Twitter, you can do like Twitter Spaces. So basically, you can have a bunch of people like jump in in a conversation, and you can actually jump in and listen. 
and you know a bunch he had a bunch of uh media members, uh, a lot of really good reporters, you know, like pe- people like Victor Araiza that has been on the show before, uh, people like Andres, the Foxtrot, you know, that has been on the show before, um, you know, Federico, he's very knowledgeable, uh, who else, um, I'm skipping the, the name, but El Profe, El Profe, I forgot his name right now, jeez, man, I'm terrible with names, but you know, it's people that are really, really, and there was a, a, a like Tony, that does the the podcast with the Foxtrot as well. Also, don't forget Noodle Time. Go check those out and check the guys out. It's the Foxtrot and Tony. They also do Dynamo stuff. Uh, but yeah, so it's a really cool space. So if you guys you know listen or understand Spanish, I would highly recommend. I will be trying and let you guys know when we're doing those conversations, so you can actually you know go in and chime in or whatever you know if the conversation you know leads to that. But you can always listen. It's really fun and we get to like talk different dynamo stuff obviously in spanish but you know if you don't if you don't you know it's, it's good practice it's good practice but yeah going back i forgot what we were saying but I, basically we were talking about the defensive line and, and that conversation and how you know we were trained as soccer fans or whatever to to um, be consistent in the back four you know like when you build a team you build from de- from the defense down you know from the defense up i guess you could say um and sometimes not having consistency in the back four uh could be you know just a little bit harder because you know that's gonna that has to be the back the backbone basically of your whole team in a way and sometimes it could be hard if you don't have that um another thing uh marco marriage had a really good game he had a really good saves one that stands out obviously is uh the, the great one-handed save that he did in the first half against um against rossi i think it's like minute 12 um i mean that was a great save probably the 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 save that saved the game in a way because you know if you're playing a team like that uh and they score and you know they score on you in the last in the first 15 minutes that could change the momentum of the game completely and michael manager was able to keep the houston dynamo 0-0 you know till we were able to you know come back after they scored so moving on um two people that had a terrible game in my opinion where Memo, again, that he had a really good first game, uh, but second and third game, he's just kind of been lost in, in, like, somewhere in the shadows. You know, you know, like in Lion King, when, when the Lion King tells uh, Simba, you know, don't go over there, that's the dark side, we don't go over there in the shadows. I think Memo has found the shadows, and unfortunately, he's not, he's not coming out of the shadows. But, you know, we are hoping, and we know the heart and the dedication that he puts into his game. So, you know, we're hoping that Memo gets to come out of that, you know, dark spot that he's in. I mean, he's not doing terrible, but he's not doing great. You know, he's just, like, kind of lost in the wind, you know? But we're hoping he comes back, you know, stronger than ever. Or not even stronger than ever. It's just, like, you know, more visible, more more of a playmaker, more of a, you know, get the ball in his feet and get the ball, get the ball moving. Also, Corona had a, a, a pretty bad game, in my opinion, because he wasn't able to keep the ball in his feet. Uh, something that Tab Ramos was also mentioned was that the team, you know, we got the ball or we recuperated. Uh, that's not a word. Uh, we we got the ball back. You know, we we were good enough in getting the ball back from LA. LA uh, I was going to say LA Galaxy. LAFC, uh, you know, for us, of course, you know, we would take it away from them. But literally in like one or two touches, we would literally just give it back to them in a way. Like we were not consistent enough to keep the ball on our feet, to keep it longer, you know, make three to four continuous passes. We would just lose it. And a lot of the times it was Corona, you know, a lot of the times 
you know, Matias Vera or Memo or somebody will pull, you know, come back and, and get the ball and Corona happened to get it and he would miss it. He would take one second too long and it was just, you know, and then sometimes it would lead to counterattacks and, and it was just bad, you know. But, you know, it's one of those things, you know, Correa has been a, a really good player in the first two matches. Third match, not a good one. You know, hopefully he bounces back as well. Uh, Fafa and Pasher, of course, they both had a great game. Uh, I mean, what can we say about Pasher? You know, on DynamoTheory.com, uh, he was named uh, Player of the Month of April. Obviously, he had two really, he had one and a half games uh, really strong. He played the first game, it was really Really, really strong. Uh, another, the first half of the second game was very, very strong. Um, so America just beat Portland, by the way. And then this game, I mean, he he was able to score. So also kudos to the team that we got scored on, and then literally two minutes later, we came back. And so they couldn't, they didn't even celebrate, celebrate, you know, their their goal for too long because. You know, we came back, we showed attitude, we showed that we were home, we showed that we could fight, and we put that ball in the back of the net. So, shout out to Fafa for making those runs. Dude, Fafa, uh, you can say anything about Fafa, but one thing that you can't say for sure, or you cannot say, is that he doesn't play with his heart. This dude, you can tell he leaves everything on the field, every single minute, every single sprint, every single run, and, you know... You can't tell, and like Fafa, you can't touch him. In my opinion, as of right now, dude, um, you know, much respect for Fafa. Maybe he hasn't been, you know, scoring or or whatever, but he has been busting his ass 90 minutes or however many he gets to play. Usually, is about 80 or something, 75 to 80, and you know, he runs back and forth. He he fights the ball up front. He fights the ball in the back. You know, and he creates chances. You need a player that can be dangerous. As well as really well defensively and, and play with his heart. So shout out to Fafa for that, man. He's he's been a great player for the Dynamo for sure. And obviously Pasher, you know, having a great game. We just talked about him, and he had a, he had a great goal. The only thing about Pasher is that if I would say something negative about Pasher, that is not much to say. Is that he's he's too much of a lefty, you know. And there's nothing we can do about that. But it was funny to see sometimes, you know, him playing on the right side. And, and he had to always come back to, I mean, of course, right? He had to always come back. And Sul Monterrey, Cruz um, Azul Monterrey, America, uh, Philadelphia Union is going to be a good one. So hopefully we'll get together with Rudy and we'll talk about that too. Uh, but that's coming up next in the next couple of episodes of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. But yeah, man, um, overall, I mean, Quintero, my opinion, he's just not there anymore. Uh, I know he's very... Um, it, it's kind of sad because, you know, if you have a really good player there and it's one of your DPs, you know, uh, and all the guys from, you know, from the Spanish side of things, uh, we talked about how, um, uh, but I, also you can put uh, Fafa in there, you know, uh, just because he busted his ass. And I think we'll, we'll have a good game. I predict a tight win of 2-1 all around the city. But other than that, man, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting. Sorry guys, one last thing. I know that towards the end it kind of cut off. Um, so apologies for that. We'll, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get it fixed. And yeah, man, thank you.